0: thank you for choosing the fair weather podcast you are here with your boy 2k suave i'm here with my boy alex rodriguez a-rod mad home runs everything yeah got a head like barry bonds man (laughs) yeah you want you want them roids and stuff I w- I wish, man, uh, wow. but that's that's not my style.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> uh, What's up, man? How's your week going?
1: Week Week's going good, man, and we're just jumping right into, um, you know, one of the best to get it done. You know, we both got him as the background.
0: Oh, uh, it's MJ birthday, huh? Shout out to MJ Birthday,
1: probably mad bloodshot eyes. He smoking a cigar, <laughs> smoke mass cigar,
0: mass cigar smoking and, and, and brown liquor. <laughs> and, the,
1: and the kids are running up the budget for sure, man, because he even parties like a kid at the same time. So,
0: hey, man, MJ, hey, MJ, MJ is my favorite superhero, man. When he was, he saved the world in, in Space Jam. he my favorite, superhero. him and Batman are my favorite superheroes. So.
1: <laughs> He's definitely,
0: you know, a player that I looked to, up to
1: when I was a kid. Um, I just hated watching him just you know shit all over the Knicks when it came down to that point, but other than that, uh, the shoe collection is all Jordan. I wish I could put it in the background, but I'm not too flashy when it comes to that. Uh, dude has definitely put a tamper on my budget and my wallet and my earnings over the years, but he's definitely he, he
0: has a lifetime of doing that. It's crazy, yeah. Jordan has been in my life. For as long as I remember life. So I
1: know it's crazy. So shout out, shout out to the MJ on his birthday. Um, so today's topic we're gonna go into uh corrupt ownership. Ownership corrupt. That's the word we're gonna use, huh? Corrupt is the word I'm gonna run with. I would say modern slavery, but I don't wanna call it that. I wanna I don't wanna jump into that. We're
0: gonna edit that one out. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we, could,
1: we could draw all the lines to that, but I would say corrupt ownership um, and how it's affecting certain organizations. And uh, we try looking into the NFL. I'm sure there's more, you know, we can think off the top of the head, but one situation that sticks out in mind would be the way that the Houston Texans are handling this whole Deshaun Watson situation. Um Amen. It it, You said it best on, I think we said in the last two or three shows, actually, that he's taken down everything off his Instagram. There's no affiliation with the Texans. He's in street colors and shades in the picture. And the ownership is not facilitating what he wants. He's asking to have out. And they're saying that he's not going anywhere. And this is all stemmed from um, a shitty head coach and GM they had before. That traded possibly uh, a great friendship and teammate in uh, uh, Hopkins and it
0: actually it actually started with Dwayne Brown when they he traded brought, him to yeah. the Seahawks. The Seahawks, yeah, looked, they like, that him. made no sense whatsoever.
1: None, none. They 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 moved him, and you know, then out of nowhere, we're we're all chilling at home on a weekday and we see that Hopkins has been traded to Arizona and we're thinking, why? why I, thought that was
0: a, I thought that was fake news to be honest with you. I, that makes I, zero sense whatsoever.
1: I did it too, but you know, he shrugs his shoulders, um, plays out the season, leads the league in passing yards with over 4,000 yards passing with depleted receiving core. And definitely oh, he was close to,
0: he was actually close to 5k. If yeah, and a,
1: and, and, uh, and a depleted running back in David Johnson, uh, and then all he asked is just in the head coach search to interview one guy, mm-hmm. but they shut that shit down. They said, you know what? We've got an agency looking into this and it'll take care of it. Yep. Now, at what point do you listen to your players and want them to be involved into these processes? Not,
0: you know, not only your players, your best player or your second best player. Cause because at that time, JJ Watt's on the team. But if one of those two are speaking at one point, are you going to sit down and actually listen to what they got to say? Exactly. And,
1: and you said one player, JJ Watt, they just cut him mutually agreed to cut ways, but you're also kind of seeing the way the culture of this organization is going and teams and people have been speaking out about it past, past Texans players have spoken out about it, that these people don't know what they're doing and to get these guys to get the hell up out of there as quick as they can before, you know, they ruin their careers in this organization um, Hopkins obviously isn't phased by anything. He's balling out where he's gone to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andre Johnson obviously got rubbed the wrong way when he left. Mm-hmm. And Deshaun Watson's already seeing that side effect of it. Didn't interview the guy. That, actually, I think they did interview him
0: after, like at the last second. But... Where he, when he started taking down all his posts and stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: And then I'm pretty
0: it's still, sure. And they still hire. No offense to homie. I, don't, I, don't, I can't even think of his name. No offense to him. But yeah, they still hire I... this guy who, Like I mean, like, like come on. Like, compare. Even if they didn't hire Eric Bieniemy, there was so many other, the other out of all the coaches that they hired. To me, that was like a pity hire because he's he's black. I guess so. It's like okay, we're gonna hire this guy though. Yeah, is he black? Yeah, apparently he is. Oh, okay. Well, I couldn't tell when I saw him, but I, I think he is. So
1: good. I mean, good good for that, I guess. But at the same time, it's it's there's we've we've gone over this before. There's a lot of good coaches out there that deserve to be head coaches and haven't gotten that opportunity to oh. and your star player is asking just one thing and you don't facilitate, you don't facilitate that for him. You're rubbing him the wrong way. So they already said they're not going to move him. Like what, what do you think this organization, like, is it, is it no loyalty to their players and just shut up and play for us? Or how do you perceive these, these NFL owners, you know, running the show with these, you know, simple demands, nothing crazy. Like I need a jumbo jet on the weekends to go to Vegas
0: and stuff like that. Just interview a guy for me. So, you know how I feel about the Texans. I have, I have no love loss for the Texans because of how, because Cal McNair, when he said he, like, I'm very, one, like I'm, I, I don't pay attention too much to clickbait and media and stuff like that, because a lot of it is kind of just pumped to, you know, cause us to go crazy. When Kyle McNair said during the Kaepernick stuff, we don't want the prisoners running the prison or the prisoners running the asylum or something along those lines, I took a lot of offense to that because, you know, That's as crazy. a black man, there's 70% of the NFL happens to be of African American descent. So when I hear a billionaire talk about a bunch of young young African Americans, I take Full offense to that, and but it makes me think there's probably more people like him that just do a better job not letting us hear what they actually think, who are all owners in the NFL. Now, I can't speak for all, all 32, but I can speak for the fact that I know Cal McNair said what he said, and it was supposed to be like behind closed doors. So it's like, okay, I'm pretty sure I don't like I can't I don't know about Jerry Jones, but how does he feel? I think Jerry yeah. Jones seems like a guy that likes his players, but I don't know. He, I can't he like looked, I feel
1: like so some shady shit behind doors. And sure. So
0: it just makes me question like what their true mindset is because the Texans to me are just are a shit show. And I, you know, if I was the owner of a team, I wouldn't want to let Deshaun Watson go, right? No. But you know that your team is in complete rebuild mode. It's pretty obvious. JJ Watt comes to your office and please, hey, can you just guys can you guys just release me? We didn't even know that it was going to happen in the media. It just happened. Why? Nothing got leaked. It just, all right, we'll release you. Cool. But with, that means they're not even getting any value for him. But Deshaun Watson is like, please trade me. Mind you, what that means is if you're training somebody. You're going to get... First round picks, second, first and second round picks, a player, may, like you're going to get value back. And they're like, no, they're not going to answer the phone. They're not going to listen to them. And to me, there's a lot of just, I don't know, underneath, underneath all of that. It makes me, it makes me feel some type of way. Um, But as the Texans as an organization, is just, it's pathetic. NFL ownership in general at the end of the day, they all have one thing in common. They're all billionaires. Yeah. So the most important thing to them is the bottom line. Deshaun Watson is going to sell tickets. Uh, he's not a distraction. He's going to sell tickets. But you know, and that's how every all the other owners think. This guy is going to either sell me tickets or win me a Super Bowl. Either mm-hmm. way, I'm getting bread in my pocket. And that's that's going to be the way they approach every situation. It's, to me, it's less about the player in the NFL or, I mean – for the most part, definitely the NFL. It's less about the player and more about the bottom line. I mean, you can and, even
1: look at it the way that they handled the whole Kaepernick
0: thing as well.
1: Everybody was so against it. We want you to stand this, this, and that. And now all of a sudden you see all of uh, these racial instances popping up in daily life, uh, Black Lives Matter movements, all this. And they decided to sw- to switch, you know, be on different lines. Why is that? why is what why when is it?
0: that the reason they space they, they, they switch so quick like a damn flip-flopper in the political I mean, scene I wish I had the answer but
1: it's just like the safe thing to do if everybody's you, if, know,
0: you know the answer I know I know the, the answer, answer it, in 2020 and 2021 it became is paid like you get paid for being woke before. You know, you get paid for winning Super Bowls and this and that. In third, but the moment they had an opportunity to to hop on that because they knew they, they, they it's going to help. It's all
1: capitalization to their yes. best play, exactly. And I mean, look at all the
0: advertisement
1: they get and the merchandise they sell off of it. And all this guy wanted to do was bring exactly money
0: think that. about it. The merchandise, exactly. the 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 merchandise, the everything that they can sell, all the money they can make. Absolutely. But I never i never seen the NFL have any commercials to do with racial injustice ever in my entire life. Once the thing happened last year with George Floyd and everything that transpired after that, all of a sudden they got commercials, they got t-shirts, they got billboards. I'm like, where was this same energy for the last how many years? The NFL, what did they say, 100 years of of football or something like that? Where was the energy? So I don't know. They Yeah,
1: they they ended a man's career because of this, and he's he's a uh, you know fighting fighting for equal rights as he should be, and doing his thing. And I'm not mad at him, and neither is neither is he. He doesn't want to come back and play. I'm sure. Yeah, he does. I don't think he does it. He, he was
0: he wants to come back and play. At this point, I don't think he does. At I'm this gonna... point, I think he's accepted what his role in life is going to be. Like everyone's calling is different, so I think. He was like, you know what? I guess, I guess the NFL is not my calling no more.
1: Once again, these guys like look at the Bears. They need a quarterback. Why wouldn't the Bears call him? That's all they need. At
0: this point, at this point, it's way too late for that. I I it's been Five years.
1: I I understand, but all I'm saying is I know deep down inside he would want to play, but at where he's at in life, I think he's content. I uh, think
0: he's fine with it. yes yeah, that, that, that ship has sailed. I'll say that much.
1: But but what it what it shows is there is no loyalty in the NFL to anything. One moment it's this, and then they're quick to forget about you at anything that happens. Um, and even at that, so the other argument I could make, does does Deshaun get the rap, or players that demanded betrayed do They get the rap of being a bad person because in the NBA now, if we go this route. Um, We obviously see Draymond Green speaking out about things about NBA ownership. And I think over the couple of years, the NBA ownership has gotten a lot better with, you know, the whole Donald Sterling thing. We got that leak conversation. We got rid of him. But what I was trying to get at is, is if a player demands to be traded, such as a James Harden, and they they make him out to be this bad person for wanting out of an organization, you know, is that the right route to take on this? As the
0: as the player from his player standpoint
1: yeah as a player like is, is he should just... I
0: demand to be traded publicly? I mean it's look for me, how I see these things if you, you we it's a job right what they do at the end of the day it's a fun job don't get me wrong it's a, and it's a high paying job but it is a job. if you don't like your current situation it's your job, when you have an opportunity to want to leave your job, you should take on that opportunity. Now, my day-to-day job, I'm a recruiter. Okay, so as a recruiter, we have we 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 give all our clients contracts. Look, I don't have people. I just had a lady two days ago and terminate her contract a little early because for because she she found another opportunity. Or as for as a cotton you have a contract. You want to go work for a different company. You have the right to to at least explore it. You know, so from an NBA standpoint, I feel like these owners feel like once this player signs this contract, he's my property, and that's where I have the issue with a lot of these again billion dollar owners. Modern slavery. Who, who have them who have the mentality like, now I own you. You signed this legally binding contract, so now I own you, and if a player feels like this situation is not right for me anymore, the we as fans should not be offended and owners sh- should not, should not exceed, like should not be surprised when it happens because a lot of this time that when these things happen, there's obviously something that started from your end as an owner, you didn't draft the right players. You didn't recruit, you didn't sign the right players in free agency. You uh, You traded his best friend on the team. Like, they should know when these things are going to come, and they shouldn't be villain. You know, making these players come off across as, as villains for wanting to leave the situation. So, I don't have a problem with somebody saying I demand a trade now. If the owner, if if their agent, right? If the agent, really, because what happens is that the player is not actually physically suppo- allowed to be on the microphone and say, "Hey, I want to trade," because that's like, it's just you know, that's a bad look. Like, I wouldn't go on the microphone and say, hey, I want to trade. I don't want to be on this team no more. Blase, blase, blase. But James Harden didn't do that, you know. Uh, Anthony Davis didn't do that. They have their agents do that for them. So when it's from the... At the end of the day, the agent is not employed by the, the NBA or the NFL. They're yeah. employed by Clutch yeah. Sports. They're employed by uh, CSS. They're, so that's their, that's who they report to. So if they want to go to... Um, and Adam Schefter or Adrian Wojnarowski, and tell them my player might be looking to be, to, to be traded. Obviously, Adam Schefter is going to go tweet that right away. Wojnarowski is going to tweet that right away because so they can put that out there. You know what I mean? So as long as as long as you're following that protocol, going to your agent and letting their agent handle everything, I have no problem with that. Because that's to me at the end of the day. The age you sign a contract, which is a legal binding contract with that with that franchise, but you hire an agent who nine times out of ten is legal, so they know how to get you out of your contract or know how to work those things out. So that I mean that's the whole point. Why and why players got agents in the first place was for this for this specific reason that people keep pushing back about now. So
1: yeah. So so the argument Draymond is making is is in that aspect that James is villainized for being that. Yet uh, Andre Drummond, who's circul- circulating in trade rumors, plays a game for the Cavaliers, and then the second half they pull him to to get back in street clothes because he may
0: be traded. He didn't even start. He didn't even start the game. He he showed up to the game fully dressed in layup lines mm-hmm. right before tip off. They tell him, oh, "No, no, no, no." we 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 we're, we, we're going to probably trade you soon so go on and sit at the end of that bench i get i get if you're if you're traded i get that yeah.
1: you know yeah. if you're pulled if the, you have to be pulled because you're now going to another team you obviously can't fill up the stat sheet for your old team anymore you don't be, you don't belong to that organization um but he wasn't there was just talks so now you're pulling a guy from a game that he enjoys playing that people are obviously going to see him play one of the players going to see play and you know other other scout or other people looking to see if he fits the, the mold for their organization want to see play and, and it's got to suck because you know you're you're a high caliber defensive uh, rebound kind of scoring player. Um, I wouldn't say a household name, but like NBA players, NBA yeah, people. You know Drummond man, he's,
0: le- he's averaged over 15 rebounds a game for the
1: last four, three or four yeah, seasons. Yeah. So it, that's it not just, that's easy to do. It's It sucks that because um, he's abiding by the team rules and he's being professional, but he's also being alienated from his teammates and not being able to play. And he hasn't been traded. He has not been traded. So Draymond's argument is um, – you know, should, should players be allowed to be vocal about this? If if teams can be vocal about it, if the organization said, can be vocal and say, we're going to trade you, why can't players be vocal about it? I, I honestly think that they should, I do get the argument that, you know, it doesn't look right for you, but things are evolving. People are evolving. Times are evolving for certain things. It, it, I, I get it in a business aspect that we can't just go into our job and be like, I don't want to be here anymore. I really don't want to do this job anymore. This job sucks. Why am I even here? Because if your boss gets wind of that, he's gonna fire your ass
0: and get you out of here. No, he won't. Who? Your, your boss that can't just fire you because they got to be paperwork. They're gonna know, bring you, you in HR.
1: If you're putting a bad taste in your boss's mouth. You're putting you're,
0: a bad taste in your mouth, but you're not doing anything wrong. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, the way the way the the way it works in in, in human resources. I am studying HR, by the way, so uh, for MBA. Shameless plug. I'm, you know, I'm getting, I'm, getting, I'm bettering myself. But anyway, the way it works, you can't just without specific incident, specific incident that happens, you can't just fire an employee because they say, I don't want to be here anymore. Because what happens is that if you fire me because I say I don't want to be here no more. I can literally go back and like I can sue you because there wasn't like a specific incident that happened. There has to be a reprimand, there has to be a write-up, there has to be like you talk to HR and a final warning. All these steps have to happen before you get there. There's now
1: a, I mean, I'm you're you're beating around the whole picture. I mean, I understand but all I'm,
0: that. I'm happened. I'm I'm getting back to your Draymond point. So the thing, the thing, how I how I look at Draymond situation, it was it's bigger than just Andre Drummond, right? -hmm. Now, the problem that the problem that I have is that, and I think people are a lot of people have been listening to what people have been saying about it, and everyone's kind of both sides of the fence about about his comments. And I think what people are doing, they were picking up specific segments and specific words that he said, but we're missing the biggest, the bigger point where where it is, is that as a player, when I want to do what's best for me or know what my situation is. I should be allowed to, to explore that. So let's say you're a player and you've been playing for a city, you have a not as five-year-old, a seven-year-old, and a 10-year-old. You've been living in a specific city for four years, you know, Chicago. Okay, let's say you're living in Chicago. Your, your kids are in school, your wife has a, is this, and you know, you guys you've established relationships in, in your neighborhood. And on a whim at a seven o'clock on a Tuesday in February without any without any you know explanation, you know, they haven't briefed you about it. They promise you they won't they won't trade you and then they still trade you, blah, 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 on a whim, your life has to stop. And people and here's the problem I have because people are gonna be like, oh, it's a million you're a millionaire, blah, blah, blah. But who listen, money is is one thing. M- mental health c- completely is is bigger than money. You know what I mean? on a whim, you have to figure out where are we moving to? Where are my kids gonna go to school? Where am I gonna find my next home to live in? Like, there's a lot of things that happen quickly for a player, right? But when that happens, the media is not gonna vilify the team. The GM doesn't get vilified, the coach don't get vilified, the the team owner, the president, you don't hear a peep. You're like, oh, okay, this player got traded, like like it's a piece of property. Oh, so so so-and-so is here now, so-and-so is here now. However, when the shoe's on the other foot. I know my kids are in school. I know where I want to go to or or different options I would like to go to. And I and I ask for that. The media is like, oh, he's not loyal to his team. Like Brett Favre was coming on talking about Deshaun Watson. I'm like, who the hell do you think you like? Is that, that's the shit that, that bothers me. And, and I know what Draymond, LeBron backed them up, D-Wade backed them up. I know where their mind is at where when a player wants to be in control of their, of their destiny, they're vilified for wanting to control their destiny. But when a team says, I'm gonna release you, I'm gonna drop you, I'm gonna trade you, we just have to be like, oh, it's the team. They're doing what's best for the team. And that's where I have the issue because at the end of the day, my, I have four kids that hate Denver, Colorado. Hate it, completely hate it. My wife wants to go back to Atlanta my wife wants to go back to New York, and I would like that opportunity to to, uh, to go play in New York or at least explore my options so I can be closer to that. I should not be vilified for when, for thinking that way, and that to me is the bigger issue because when you are vilified for thinking, about it, it's it becomes shut up and dribble, you yeah. know. And that's what I, it's it's a it's a connotation that these players don't want to have associated with them because it's again bad, NFL and NBA is. 70 to 80% African-American. And there's this stigma and this this permanent stain that's going to be placed because of stuff that's happened in the past. And the people who own the teams are proven to be from these kind of, they have these racial mindsets. Yeah, absolutely. Donald Sterling, uh, McNair, etc cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that's to me, is the, the bigger issue that I feel like needs to be addressed because at the end of the day, if they trade Andre Drummond, they trade Andre Drummond, and we should be okay with that as fans. He, as long as they told him about it, he should be okay with it as well. Because at the end of the day, you know he's he was playing in Detroit seven like a year ago, so like I'm pretty sure he's used to not buying a real home in the city that he's in. He's probably got a condo. He's gonna sublease it. Cool, whatever. Yeah.
1: But as long he, as you
0: <laughs> give him the proper notice, then I'm okay with it. Yeah, but. He, He
1: went from one bad team to another bad team, which makes no sense, and now he has the opportunity to be with a contender.
0: Because that's, I mean, at the end of the day, you're doing him a favor. Like, so for him, I'm pretty sure he's like, okay, if y'all want to go buy me out, I can go play in Brooklyn, L.A., I'm cool. If y'all want to trade me, if you can give me, do me any favor, put me in one of these five or six teams. Like, the Rockets didn't have to trade James Harden to Brooklyn, but I mean, at least they did that part right. But we as the media can't vilify James Hardiff wanting to leave in the first place. No,
1: absolutely not. Absolutely not. And and I think you should be able to listen to what your players say. If you say, hey, we want to trade you and we're going to trade you here, then, you know, you're getting the heads up on it. But if we're saying we're, we're looking to trade you, where, where would you want to go? Like, what would be places do you want to go to contender? Do you want to be somewhere else? Like, you should be able to facilitate that is what, mm-hmm. what you should be able to do. You should, there's it's kind of like it's kind of like with work you have an open door policy usually with your boss that you can talk to him about stuff yeah it should be that same type of way not just you know the, the two the two greatest things that are two examples I have of that um being a Jets fan or Darrell Revis and Jamal Adams mm-hmm. you know Darrell Revis was off in the offseason in Florida on jet skis and he hears he's been traded the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah. and then Jamal Adams is just chilling at home and his name is being circled in trade talks, so he's never said he wanted to leave yeah. and then they kind of villainized him for going to Seattle but you know that's that's just the nature of the sport people will say and, and hopefully that that can change and for the better for um, Andre Drummond
0: he can he can go to a contender uh, Specific specifically though what do you think what do you think the approach has to be where it's where it's like 50-50 where it's not like you know, it's you know you know what I'm trying to say because like I just I think it's just mutual respect is all it is. Mm-hmm. Like that's all you gotta have is,
1: is just be upfront with them. When they sign these contracts, you know there shouldn't be any type of blind movement on there. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you sign a contract and you have a, a like a five year like no trade clause, we can't trade you for anything unless you give us consent. The very first thing that you should be doing, but even be, before even throwing that person's name to another team, is is going to that person and saying hey, man, um, we're pretty shitty. We suck, uh, and we want to move you. If we could move you for the right things, would you want to move, or do you want to continue to be in the muck over here with us? Like, what do you want? That should be it as opposed to throwing it around. It it should be transparent on both sides because at the end of the day, you're making these dudes millions. You're making them millions. You're getting paid millions, but you're making them more money than what you're probably making No, You're making
0: making them billions. Like, these these... These people buy these teams for 750 million and then sell it for 10 billion. Like they yeah. making serious buku money off of a Deshaun Watson. Like a name, a brand. My name, like, and exactly. And that's where it, that's the other thing. Deshaun Watson is Deshaun Watson Incorporated. Whether like that's his, he owns himself. If Deshaun Watson Incorporated wants to move, think about it. You can Amazon wants to open offices in Tampa and. In Austin, because you know they're done with California. No one's gonna tell them, don't do that. Yeah. And if Deshaun Watson Incorporated and said, "Look, I'm trying to be important. I mean, uh, Denver, Miami, San Francisco, New York. That's where I want to be. This should not be. Oh, he's not loyal. He shouldn't be talking. Just shut up and dribble. Just throw the football. Like, nah. It's that's when it becomes. I see. I see what you think about me. See your true colors is what I see. Exactly.
1: But let's pray that these guys, you know, get traded to the right teams and they go to contenders. Correct. Um, and we'll we'll segment our way into our new or our next segment that we have uh, called contenders and pretenders. So we're getting slowly to the middle of the NBA season. It's it's uh, happening quick. It is. It's very quick. Yeah, it's just and, and it's like December it's like was
0: just a couple of months ago, and now we already damn near have All Star rate. Exactly, and it's and it's like
1: every day there's a little story and then it just fades away. That's and then true. another thing happens and it just fades away. Cause you know, sports analysts and media analysts have to give some kind of story because ESPN can just go on TV and we can't come up here just like and freeze up. So
0: we're going to just uh, going to talk about LeBron for an hour a day. We can't do we that. Kinda,
1: <laughs> we kind of left three teams off of this list. um, The Lakers, the Clippers and the Nets, because everybody has them going to the ship. There's there's no reason anybody should think that these guys are pretenders. Those,
0: those are definitely contenders. Like, it's not yeah. even... To me, it's going to be... Listen, before we get to our pretenders and contenders, look, I don't know who's going to beat Brooklyn four times in seven <laughs> games. But let's get to our contenders and pretenders. Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. But yeah, so we'll start
1: out East first. Um, Philly's leading the pack. Um, Boston's there. Uh, who else is there? Milwaukee, uh, the the Nets, of course, we're leaving them out of this, but let's, let's start with, uh, let's start with Philly. Do you, as a Phillies fan, think they are a contender to possibly go all the way or make it deep?
0: Make it. So to me, are they a contender to make it to the finals or not? Correct. Or at least make it to the, I I would say the
1: Eastern conference finals. That's what you want. That's, that shows good progression on your team. The Philadelphia
0: 76ers will make it to the Eastern Conference Finals and they get swept by the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> so to me, that's a pretender. I think our contender that we have is Joel Embiid, who I have like a hair under LeBron for MVP 2021. But, and I was watching Ben Simmons play against Utah the other day. Ben Simmons is a, is a phenomenal player, but he's never going to, like, he can't, doesn't want to shoot the ball the basketball. Everything is fast breaks, layups, and dunks. Yep. And his free throw percentage is not great. You know, he's a great, he's, he's probably, the, all right, look. It's just, if, if he played in 1985, he would win MVP every single year. But in today's ba- basketball, they're literally backing up off of him and asking him to shoot. Please show us that we can defend you a little bit closer. And I, I don't know, man. If he wanted to shoot the ball and he played like LeBron 05, 06, like LeBron wasn't, wasn't a great, great shooter back then. But there's games LeBron would take over with his mid-range because he decided to shoot and got hot. And Brent Simmons refuses to take that next step, and until he takes that next step, we're gonna be pretenders. Because Tobias Harris is a very good basketball player, but nah, I'm not. I'm not so. I do like the Seth Curry edition, but that's about it. Like it's just, it's Embiid or bust, and Embiid is is notoriously having bad knees. Um, too, many too many cheeseburgers, so I'm, I'm not sold. So you say pretenders in Philly. For now, pretenders. Boston. Boston, they
1: they got a good little nucleus going there, man. Did you see everybody their record? Thought, everybody thought um, getting rid of Gordon Haywood was going to impact it, but you're getting to see the uh, emergence of a Jalen Brown. And we all know Danny Ainge loves to wheel and deal at the trade deadline. Drummond is li- linked to them. They could get a center. That
0: ain't going to help them.
1: Hey, man, any, anything is possible. Anything is possible. But all, all I'm saying is, do you would you consider Boston contenders or
0: pretenders? No, you know the problem I have with Boston? I,
1: mean, I hate Walker. Boston. Kimball,
0: I hate... Kimball Walker. Yeah, that's... I not... love Kimball Walker to death. Cardiac Kimball, man. Like, we talked about it before. You know, you, you got the little UConn love or whatever. I, I always, you know, back then they were the Big East. I always supported every Big East school. I'm a UNC Tar Heel fan. But when it came to the Big East, I supported – I mean, USF, obviously, but Big East, I supported Big East basketball no matter where they came from. That's why I was a big Carmelo fan back in the day with Syracuse when they were used to be in the Big East. So – but Kemba, Kem, he is not working. It's not – I mean, they were better off keeping Terry there than signing – because they – I mean, Terry Terry – the money that Terry got is either the same or less than what Kemba got. Yeah, and Kemba, has the, he's had a little bit of injuries, but he's not he's not Kim, cardiac Kemba no more. I don't know what it is. I think he's played his best basketball when he was with Charlotte, but Tatum and, and Jalen Brown, to me, they're great, fantastic, but that's all they have. Mind you, Marcus Smart has been hurt, so when he comes back, maybe I'll change how I'm feeling, but they're a game over five hundred right now. As as we're talking right now, they're fourteen and thirteen. They're they're not. They have those two, but they're, they're like, do we really trust uh, Tristan Thomas, Tom Thompson? Uh, do we really trust Semi Ojeley?
1: Do we really trust
0: Pritchard, the rookie? Don't don't
1: bash Pritchard because you know my boys over at Townie Sports. That's uh that's God to them right now. <laughs> um I think I think Kimba like I think last year he he was fine with the team like they they got along there was there was it was working it was it's not personal it's talent no, no, no 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 I I know but it's I think he's just been injury bitten this year uh very badly and they're trying to find ways to move on without him and then if he comes back plug him in and hopefully it works and and I pray it I pray it works you know for him because I I don't I don't wish I just hate that he signed with the Celtics. Why do you think why do you think they signed Pritchard for? Cause he white and everybody got to have that one white. Nah, boy. bro, the Celtics love him some white That's dude. the that's Kev, no, that's that's a
0: that's that is Kemba's a, minutes.
1: <laughs> that's, that is Kemba's minutes, you know. And and he was drafted. He wasn't
0: signed. He was, I mean, that's he, what I meant. Draft, 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 draft. Um,
1: and I, I think he's a good little addition for for Boston. But I think once Kemba comes back. We'll see. We'll see something happen, but he knows he has to play. The he's third back. Goal. He's playing. They still suck.
0: Is he back now? Completely? he's, oh, he he back. he's back. He's been he been back for a, a little bit now, mm. and it's not helping. You know what they're? you know what they're missing? And they've been they tried to get AD a couple years ago, and that failed. They've they've been they've had they've been linked to Giannis. They've been they don't have the big. a solid big man. Mm-hmm. That's what – you have two great wings. It's like having – listen, they're literally Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, uh, you know, junior of the East. Yeah. Because you have two great wings on both ends. You have your defensive, Marcus Smart and Patrick Beverly. Mm -hmm. And then and then you have a good – like you have some like good bench player. They have a Lou Will. And then they, you know, they have – shoot, who do they got off their bench? I I can't even tell you right now. They have Kemba. Let's say they have Kemba. But It's young. It's It's a young team. Exactly. But they don't, both the Clippers, both the Clippers and Boston, both lack that solid big man. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like, Brooklyn doesn't have a, they have, they don't have a solid big man, but they have Kevin Durant. You don't need a solid big man. The Lakers have LeBron James and AD, so they don't need, like, they had centers that was rotating door last year, you know what I mean? But Boston, they don't got, Jason Tatum was not there yet. Jalen Brown is not there yet where they can just literally physically carry a team on their back to a championship. So right Mm -hmm. now, right now they pretenders, but we'll see when Marcus Smart get back and I'll, I'll see how I'm feeling. Okay. Um, Milwaukee,
1: everybody's high on Milwaukee to, you know, go the whole way, but obviously with the emergence of the Nets, you know, that's a, that's a big block in the way. Um, do you consider them contenders
0: pretenders? They can they. They are contenders, if Giannis, crazy to say, a two-time MVP, if Giannis can become a better basketball player,
1: he can show up in the playoffs.
0: If Giannis <laughs> become time. like, and it's crazy to say this, right? We got a guy who's average, who's averaged thirty and fifteen and seven, PR like record or whatever. He's won two MVPs in a row, and to me. He's not good enough if it's a basketball player yet. Think about it. LeBron won two rings before he won his first championship as well. But LeBron had to become a better basketball player for them to win a championship. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Durant has scoring titles and MVP in OKC, but he became a better, I mean he played for a stacked team. But when he got there, he became a better basketball player. And Giannis is a is an phenomenal basketball player he's on the path to get to a hall of fame he's all that stuff right but it's the same thing is he gonna drive to the basket full head of steam and dunk and you know and that's about it
1: (laughs) I i feel like the the offense just runs through him completely and and you know they don't have the right guys on the wing to kick it out like you know middleton middleton's a good a good crutch but you're gonna need more than just a Middleton to get you get you out of the. I mean, out they, the
0: they picked up Drew Holiday, and Drew, everybody say every team's a Drew Holiday away from a championship. That's true. And uh-huh. they're 16 and 12. That I mean, makes no
1: sense. I think, I think Drew is Drew's a good addition, uh, but I just feel like they're missing they're missing like little pieces there and there and you, there.
0: You know where they messed up? They let Mark, they let Malcolm Brogdon go. Yeah, that's
1: you don't win Rookie of the Year and then get traded the next year. That doesn't make any sense, Malcolm. Malcolm Brogdon
0: is a bad boy. He's a, he's a good, he's For a good. him to go from Milwaukee to Indiana, he definitely, he went like down the street to a different state. Two states below, or a state below him. Mm-hmm. And Indiana, as of right now, is only a couple games back of Milwaukee. So, mm-hmm. and Malcolm Brogdon was an excellent, he's a 50, 40, 90 guy. He can shoot the three. To me, Chris Middleton, Malcolm Brogdon, Drew Holiday, and Giannis, now that's a contender. That right. is, I would agree with you there. Well, when you when you take and sometimes it's either a big move or a small move, and it might appear as a small move that Brogdon was because of the money he was asking for, but what it's like when the when OKC let um, James Harden go about what ten years ago now mm-hmm. when they let James Harden go, I knew OKC would never could never win because James Harden was that. Did like you know what the Spurs were? They had Gen- Ginobili, Parker Duncan, like, he was like their sixth man off the bench that could play that Ginobili role. He would have been perfect for that team, but yeah,
1: but they wanted another route, and he you saw the superstar potential in him to be, and he just did it, and they built it, and you know, then came crashing down. So,
0: but I mean, Milwaukee's probably a, a place where someone they can get a trade. I mean, if they get the right, the right piece, it doesn't have to even be a Bradley Beal or anything. Just the right piece, then they can be a contender. Because, as a you know, the way it is, how I'm looking at it in the East, which one of those teams that you mentioned can beat the Brooklyn Nets? I mean, that's what it comes down to. But on paper, nobody exactly. You need you need three Hall of Famers on your team. I agree, plain and simple.
1: And then we got one last East
0: team that I'm going to take just to, you know, just to turn this. I'll put, the, I, I, I wanted you to have this one. I, I'm not even going to say nothing. <laughs> All right. All right I'm going to take your role. I'm going to take your role. Okay. So, A Rod. So, I got one more team on this list that I want to uh, see if you think they're contender or pretender. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. The New York Knickerbockers. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, she, I see y'all. So All right. Go ahead. I'm going to talk.
1: They're in the hunt. Um,
0: you know, for
1: for uh, playoff contention, which is good. We went and got D Rose again because he's, he's part of the Tibbs organization, part of the TIBS organization, meaning <laughs> he love to run you into the ground. He did that with him and Taj Gibson back in Chicago. Now he's doing it in New York um, and Minnesota In Minnesota. <laughs> Uh, shit, they were there too. That's crazy. Exactly um, right. <laughs>
0: but
1: but the Knicks, no
0: man, like they're they're definitely not contenders. If they make the all players- right, can I can I change? Can I all right to me for the, because they haven't been in the playoffs in a while. They haven't been relevant in a long time. So my predi- my question to you is, we're not gonna say if they can beat Brooklyn and make make it to the championship. Are they contenders or pretenders to at least win a playoff series, make the playoffs first, and at least Win a playoff series. Take it. Away. I think. I think they're pretenders at that too. Oh. I think. Hitting,
1: yeah, like it's. It's. If you look at the, if they come in at the last seed, they got to play the Knicks and or I mean the Nets, and they're not gonna. They're not gonna beat the Nets, even at that. The top three seeds in the East are pretty tough to play. Now we're getting good basketball out of Julius Randle, which he wants to stay. You know, he wants to be here and, and try and help win championships for the team. He loves playing for Tibbs, uh, but. That's that's up to the organization to make that call in today, and I don't want to get into that organization. They're are another bad organization at handling things too. Um, but what I do like seeing is getting the minutes to this kid quickly to play. And now that Mitchell Robinson is out a little bit, let's get Top some minutes to sure. to to get in there and play a little bit. Um, and then Nerlens Noel, who's under the radar, I don't think he's a bust. No, 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 I, I think, I think he wasn't the right pick, but I'm happy with it at the same time because I thought Julius Randle would be gone by now. Um, yeah. But Topping, get him some more minutes to get him to play a little bit more. Nerlens Noel is under the radar. He's in the top five in blocks per game. Like he's averaging two blocks a game and I like that. Um, I always thought he was a decent starter if in the right situation, but no offense Definitely not to the guys. Sixers. No offense to you guys drafting three bigs in three years in a row. Hey, trust the process. <laughs> the process worked out. But you know, if if Tibbs can take him to the playoffs, that's all I really want to see. Uh, so I'm gonna put him as pretenders, big time pretenders, but just getting into the playoffs, that'll lift my spirits to this organization to make me want
0: to watch them more.
1: That's that's all I want to see.
0: Looking at the Eastern Conference, by the way, I thought the Eastern Conference was was, was going to get better with the, all the additional talent they have—Jimmy Butler, Kawhi—I mean, Kevin Durant, blah 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 blah. Right? The East is is not good. Like no. we're gonna get we're gonna get to a segment in a second about looking at uh, all stars and stuff. But I was looking at the teams in the East. The top three, the top four teams have winning records. Mind you, the four, the fourth seed, the Boston Celtics are just a game over five hundred. Yeah, everybody else is below five hundred and below. So the Knicks are fourteen and fifteen. They're sixth currently right now. The Knicks could very easily be a four seed. It's it's tiny. And As a four seed, they would have to play the Pacers. Talk about the damn nineties. Gotta have to play the Pacers in the first round.
1: Even at that, with Melo too, with, with what
0: Tom George and Lance
1: and Lance Stevenson, right, and Roy Hibbert, like there's bad blood there, but yeah, that would be dope. That would be dope, but that's that's gonna be hard for them to get over that hump. I'd like to see it. I like them to play the Wizards because we swept them. I mean, the Wizards I mean, be... are not making the playoffs. <laughs> And bless that man that put ten thousand for them to win the the NBA finals. God nah, bless.
0: don't bless him. He got
1: millions of dollars. He's fine. God bless that man, and he just got money to blow around. All right, let's shift to the West. Um, Denver, what is up with Denver this year? Denver was riding that wave in the playoffs, um, and they were they were one most of the
0: year, weren't they? Yeah, they they that's a solid
1: basketball team. It is, and, and they're not showing. Sure no, no, LA cool.
0: was one most of the year. They they were two, two and three. They were going to be between them and the Clippers, but okay. they ended up being second, if I'm not mistaken. I think so, because the uh-huh. year before they had the one seed. The year before, when that's uh true. when LeBron got hurt, that's right. Um, but
1: what do you think about them? Like they're obviously not playing the right caliber basketball or the same caliber basketball, uh, they were playing last year. I don't even think they're they're not even top five, are they? They're number seven right now. Exactly, they're they're looking almost on the bubble out. So, would you consider them pretenders or contenders?
0: So, my top three MVP candidates is LeBron, Embiid, and Jokic. Jokic, that's a bad boy. It is All right? He's slow and and unorthodox, but boy, like he's one of those dudes you go to the park. And you don't you don't want to pick him like I'm gonna pick these I'm gonna pick this big old and he makes you look stupid for not he was like and I am like he the one like I bet y'all, y'all should y'all should have seen me practicing
1: <laughs> you say you rang
0: you re- <laughs> bo- that's boa that's Boba
1: bo- bo. no, he'll get you with one of those things and catch you off guard yo yo yokic will
0: be Jokic yo, won't say a word the whole street game it's like yo, y'all you playing the 21 and then point 20 he'll start talking shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I call I call game so, your, your kids can ball. Jamal Murray, i seen him ball. Him and De- Donovan Mitchell, they had that first-round epic matchup. They're they going back and forth, scoring 50 and 100 points or whatever they were doing. So, I know Murray can ball. When it comes down to, will Michael Porter Jr. become mm-hmm. a better okay. player? I have Michael Porter Jr. in fantasy, so I watch his stats and I watch him play a lot more than I want to right now because he's been playing like trash over the last – now he was dealing with COVID. And I, I forgot what player said it. Oh, I got I wish I could remember. But he said COVID has definitely affected my conditioning. So I wanna give him the benefit of the doubt and be like, all right, because he was out for a while. He didn't he wasn't in COVID protocols. He legitimately had COVID, which which obviously you know is an upper respiratory disease, your lungs and all that stuff. So I wanna give him the benefit of the doubt and say, all right. His condition is not all the way back. His, he's not in shape. He's not. He doesn't have the same lung capacity that he had about a month or two ago. I wanna, I'll give him that benefit of the doubt. But with that being said, he needs to be the third best player for them to be a contender. And him playing how he's playing right now, they got rid of Jeremy Grant, who was an amazing player for them last year. I feel like that hurts them defensively and offensively because defensively, I mean, he would—he didn't do a good job of doing it, but he would guard your, He will guard LeBron. He—he will guard your best player. You know what I mean? Like, and he—I mean—he gave LeBron problems in, the, in that in that conference finals. But he, you know, it's LeBron James at the end of the day. But night in and night out, you're not playing LeBron James. So he became—he became a very important player for them. Mike Porter Jr. is not a defender like that. And I don't Millsap is old. I mean, the team is—is is, is a—they're is a, a good team. But they're not contenders. Okay. Oh so no.
1: So you have them as not. Contenders. Mind
0: you, I don't think I've given you any cont- any uh, contenders yet. I don't think so. Which is, <laughs> I'm hard. I'm trying to give somebody the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> and I know. I think I think we got
1: one or two in here that we can sneak in. Um, let's let's jump to Phoenix now. Uh, let's jump a little bit south and go to Arizona and Phoenix. They get one player. And I've always said this: you just get Chris Paul, and he'll best bring leader you in
0: sports. sports.
1: He'll he'll the best leader in sports. Him and LeBron. And they will put you together a team, and at least, at least get you to the playoffs, and that's all the Suns want is to get back to being a dominant team in the West. And right now, I think they're sitting at three.
0: Could I so, be wrong? Uh, five, they're they're fifth. They're tied with Portland for fourth and fifth. So, okay. all right. Yeah. I mean, the West, the West is. But know, think about right. it. They're they're seventeen and ten. Yeah. For the fifth in, in the East is fourteen and fifteen. So. You see the difference. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean the the teams that are definitely in the in the playoff hunt have a have a respectable record. Mm-hmm. Um, but Chris Paul showing up is opening up more shots for Booker, where he doesn't have to kind of play point as well, mm-hmm. um, and he can just shoot where he needs to shoot. And he's creating, you know, havoc down low for DeAndre Ayton, who I say is very very underrated. Oh, yeah, um, exactly I mean, good he pressed first overall, but when you think of Phoenix. He's not the first person you think of, and you're also seeing a lot of players coming coming into the roles. Um, I've always loved, and I was pissed. I was pissed when they traded him on draft night because I thought he was going to be a Nick Um, Miles Bridges. Bridges. I love I love his game, Uh good defender, and I'm telling you, he can score if he wants to score. He's going to score. Yeah, he's definitely score, but he's he's a complete package player. And um, the other guy. Cam Johnson, I think is his name. That's that's coming
0: oh, out. the one from UNC, the Tar Heel. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's guys coming out
1: of their show, and plus, they got Sarchick and all these other guys on the bench that that know their roles. They got a so the, uh,
0: Dario, Dario uh, Sarich.
1: Yeah, from that was you're welcome. Yeah, we, we um, messed that one up too. But what
0: do you what do you make of their their place? Yeah, what do I do? I think Phoenix is a, is a contender. When you have Chris Paul, anything is possible. <laughs> he will – look, look, man. Chris Paul was with Houston, and they were – they should have beat Golden State, the super team Golden State, back in 2017 with Durant, all of them. They took them to game seven, and they should have beat them. Tony pissed the bet on that one. He completely messed that one up. Having them shoot threes and threes – and Chris Paul had a hamstring tear or injury or whatever he had, right? The next year, they come back. And again, it's them at Golden State. They lost to Golden State, but they could have beaten them too, right? Let's follow up. And they put in Westbrook. And they were not the same team. Not no. to say the Rockets became an unfavorable team to play for to the point where James Harden is now Brooklyn net Because they mm-hmm. think about it. They brought him in for a year. He's already in Washington, and now James Harden's a Brooklyn Net, and 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 um homeboy the, the Swedish dude we were talking about earlier in this year, uh Capella, oh, he's in Atlanta now. Like that whole nucleus is gone. Yes. Yeah, Covington it's so gone. Like it's just and even, and even at that, like we all thought
1: Chris Paul would, was going to get traded immediately from Oklahoma City, but they held on to him, and they still made the playoffs. The playoffs. And they, who did they play in the first round? They almost beat. It. I think they took the Rockets.
0: To seven. Yeah. They took them seven they games. They took them to the seventh game. Oh, A yeah. very bad team. He took them to game seven against the Rockies.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, so, the- that works.
0: I don't think they're,
1: I honestly don't think they are contenders because they're just new to this. I think new teams that get the taste But Chris of- Paul's not new to this. Chris Paul's name, and Devin a, Booker, boy, that's a that boy is a monster. I he's good, I, I just, I don't think they're, I don't think they're. They, do you think they could beat the Lakers? You think they could just go head to head with the Lakers?
0: I think, and it's crazy for me to say this. LeBron is listening, by the way. Oh no, no, no. this has nothing. <laughs> this has nothing to do with LeBron. I think Chris Paul, if he really put his full on everything he had into a series, Chris Paul could be anybody. But Chris Paul gets in his own way because he plays too hard and always gets hurt. Yeah, always. <laughs> always gets hurt. But if Chris Paul gave everything he had and stayed healthy and everybody around him, because he 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 makes sure his players come. Like, Tom Brady came to, to, to Tampa, and them boys was locked in. Chris Paul, wherever he goes, them boys get locked in. So I think Chris Paul, if he put everything together, Devin Booker got hot. DeAndre Ayton's being is unstoppable. Cam Johnson knocking threes. Bridges is doing this. They got they they got the right. They got the guys. But can they can they make it to the championship? Nah, <laughs> nah. So they're I would they're not contenders, but they're not pretenders to me either. Yeah, I I would agree. I will call them uh their team. <laughs> That's a team they're, I I'll keep my eye on. They're in limbo right now.
1: Um. <laughs> Let's jump to the next one. This is probably, like, my new favorite team to watch. Uh, Portland. Portland's got game time every time, all day, every night over there. Um, CJ is hurt, but they're still getting wins. And, hey, man, if it wasn't for these fucking – analytic stat shit Carmelo Anthony would you know would have a job my, keep favorite my boy out the my lead, favorite man. player man and and they oh. just shoot on this man but but Portland said you know what we're gonna we're gonna get it done we're gonna do this the right way and he's accepted the bench role but when he needs to show up like you see him put up 26 yeah, he, he, killed, he killed he killed he killed my know? sixers he can do it yeah <laughs> I mean and then you got um uh, what's his face, uh, Jerk, Jerk, uh Jerkic, uh, Jerkic, uh, he's hurt too, yeah, they, they have an injury bug, but they're still getting, they're still getting wins, if this yeah. team can come healthy, um, you know, they got Rocco, they've got Cantor, uh, Gary Trent Jr. to his show, uh, they, they've got a good little, a good little team, I always say they're always a piece away, they're always a piece away from something, like just missing one thing, and I don't know what it is, but if if McCullough comes back, um, Nurkic comes back, do you could see them as contenders? Because I've always said like they're they're a good team. I put them at, at least three in the West in my in my books. Yes, contenders. You put them as contenders. Part, look,
0: this is not they, a hot team. They, Dame is the undertaker. This of is not. I'm I'm not, I, you know, I'll give you a hot take every now and then, but it's not it's not a crazy hot take. But listen, I know how great Steph Curry is, okay? But I feel like people sleep on Damian Lillard because I think Damian Lillard offensively is almost as talented as, as Steph Curry. Almost I now. The thing with Steph Curry, I, Steph Curry is just—he's a wizard. That's what it is. Steph Curry is just his ability to get open is ridiculous. It's—it's it's like the how he moves without the ball is what makes him a better player to me than a Damian Lillard. But if I'm putting talent for talent, you know, I, I always say Aaron Rodgers to me is more talented than Tom Brady, but Tom Brady is just a smarter. And a smarter player like Steph Curry is. But Dame Lillard, Dame, man, Dane, Dame, Dame, Dame time. Like they like we this, we talk about clutch. You know, Damian Lillard in the last 10 years. There's some stat I saw earlier. In the last since 2012, he has the most go-ahead buckets in the last minute of a basketball game. It's him and then LeBron. People say LeBron's not clutch. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, Damian Lillard, I see him shoot. Paul George out of, out, out of a series on the last shot of the game. He shot the Houston Rockets back in 20 what, 2014? Out of a series in the last shot of the game. I seen him, I see the clutch. He's more explosive. He's not as good as a handler, but you know, he's you know, he's crafty with it. His jump shot's crazy. He's a, I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a willing passer. Dame is, is nasty. And they're doing this without CJ and without Nurkic. Nurkish, to me, if he can just stay healthy for God's sake, is a top six center in the NBA. I'll, 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 I'll yes, Jokic and be, yeah, he's a top six center for sure in the NBA. McCollum, he's, he's what Milwaukee wished they had. Chris is <laughs> a good player, but I'm pretty sure they wish they'd rather have a seat than McCollum. So to me, they're all going to come back healthy. And if they stay healthy, Mello, McCullum, Dame, Nurkic, Gary Trent Jr., who I love to watch play, picking a Robert Covington was amazing. Good pick uh, up. The the boy that that played in Miami last year that slammed Derrick the competition. Jones. Derrick Jones. Derrick Jones. I mean, he he plays his role well. They got they got talent on that team. I they have a good coach. They have a good culture. They have a good nucleus. They Don't seem like they beef with each other. That has the makeup to me. If they if they beat the Lakers in the seven game series or the Clippers in the seven game series, I would not be surprised at
1: all. I wouldn't either. And and uh that organization loves their, their players. Uh, yes. they went back and got cancer because Damon wanted him back because he liked oh, him. And, so, and it's cancer. Like, damn, like they're deep. Went back and got that guy, like they, they deep. got a squad. Um, and the last thing you want is Dame writing a rap song about you. You don't want that to yes. happen. That boy, that boy will roast your ass. <laughs> uh, so the last team we have on this, and surprisingly, they're one in the West, man. They're turning heads. The Utah Jazz. Do you think they are contenders or pretenders? And all it took
0: was for Shaq to say, I don't think you're that good. Don, and, Donovan, Donovan. Listen. I was watching this team earlier in the year and last year and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know what? They're not going to be nothing more than what the Toronto Raptors and the Atlanta Hawks and the Indiana Pacers were in the East when LeBron was there. Because all those years, Indiana will finish first. LeBron kicks them out the playoffs. Toronto will finish first. LeBron sweep them out the playoffs. Atlanta Hawks will finish first and send four all-stars to the all-star game. LeBron kick them out the playoffs. Yeah. So I'm like, man, whatever. But this is LeBron like prime prime. Prime prime prime, LeBron. Like LeBron has had like three, four different careers. And he's been in he's been in a prime since like 05 till now. But LeBron is still 36. And he's not Thanos, you know. He's he is 36, year 18. He's playing way too many minutes tonight. And Utah got some young, young talent. Donovan Mitchell. I be saying this, I, I've been saying this since I started watching the play. I'm like, man, I see a lot of Dwayne Wade in this guy. Like Dean Wade, I was. D Wade D-Wade. won the Heat, the Miami Heat, championship at 24 years old. Okay, 2006 it was 24. Carried them, carried them to down 2-0 to the Mavericks, carried them to an NBA championship. Donovan Mitchell looks like ever since Shaq was talking that mess. Donovan was like I. Donovan Mitchell is like is from New York. I think he's from Yonkers actually. Like Donovan Mitchell was cut from a different cloth. He's not a scrub. He's not no punk. Yeah. And he people like him take that. See, there's a lot of soft players in the NBA. Donovan Mitchell was not soft. Oh, and he heard Shaq talk. I'm like, All right, old man, I got you. <laughs> and then Rudy Gobert. Shaq was talking about Rudy Gobert. Like, oh, he paying getting paid at 200 mil. Rudy, 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 going ball. Rudy, Rudy gets yammed on a lot, but at the same time, Rudy blocks a lot of
1: shots and gets a lot of rebounds, and he's your prototypical big man without an outside
0: shot. And when you're a shot blocker, you're gonna get dunked on. It's, oh, it's yeah. just the nature of the game, it's
1: inevitable. But at the same time, he's getting it done. And yeah. I think the best thing that happened was they resolved their little tiff with the whole COVID thing because at that time nobody knew what COVID was, and we just felt like it was like, oh, you gave it to yeah, me. Yeah, it
0: was like getting <laughs> HIV. Like, oh. Are you reckless, yeah. blah,
1: blah, blah. I shared a needle with you, bro. Like, what's up? But, but the way they patched that up, you're seeing Jordan Clarkson coming into his role. Clarkson and, is. and he's played with LeBron. So he knows some LeBron things he can share down. And going back and getting Derek favors, man. I'm yeah. telling you, like, he's got, he knows he can go one place for a year. I know the Nets drafted him with like the second or third pick um, out of Georgia Tech. And, Georgia Tech um and, <laughs> and then they trade him immediately to uh what was it utah and he yeah. played his career there and then one year with the pelicans and now right back to where he, he well that's liked.
0: where he that's where he that's home for
1: him That's yeah where he likes from. it yeah. he likes it and he plays well with that team he knows his role he doesn't have to be the the you know the the third overall pick and play like a third overall. He can just play like the role guy and he's, and, it's, yeah, and he's, he's fine there, with he's it. it but they got good defenders
0: Mike Conley's on that team too. Mike
1: fucking Conley is on. We just on that
0: team. what Drew, what we say about Drew Holiday is what we say about Mike Conley. You're either a Drew Holiday or a Mike Conley away from being a real contender. Because and those those two every year slept on, slept on, slept on. They should be all stars every year, but mm-hmm. they just play in the West with too many guards. Yeah, but they play the right way. Ingles. A lot of guys on that team. Yeah. Like Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich is a ball. That team is, yeah, look, that's a contender. Like, to me. I agree. That's a legitimate contender. Like, no, like, no more so than Portland. More, definitely more than Denver. Who was the other team we talked about? Uh, Phoenix. Phoenix, definitely more than Phoenix. Like, to me, right now, currently constructed, there's a health. I mean, we got L.A., L.A. And, and Utah. To me, you can you can shake a bag and pick one out, and I would not be surprised if any one of those three come out the West. <laughs> Last year, I laughed at Utah, so this is a big step for me. I didn't know like Donovan Mitchell was taking that step where I'm like, all right, this team is nice. This team is nice. I think I think just needed the right pieces
1: and to resolve that underlying COVID thing that happened. Yeah, they no they problem. have to get past that for sure. Yeah, now it's come past that, and Kirk Snyder or Snyder has those boys balling over there. So. And
0: Jordan Clarkson, you gotta give him a lot of credit. I'm gonna give. Oh, I got to shout out Kevin Laura, because Kevin has been he's called this for months and months and months. I told him I'd give him his flowers because he's a big Donovan Mitchell guy. Listen, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell and Ben Simmons, uh, they had that whole rookie of the year thing, and I'm you know I'm a ride or die for my boy Ben Simmons. But I'll be in that corner. It's like you're in a relationship, but you're like, damn, look at that. Look at that. Look at that Donovan. He's balling right now. I was jealous. I was jealous of him. But no, Donovan's nice, bro. Donovan's, Donovan's nice. nice and
1: I, I i love me some Donovan Mitchell, man. I wish the Knicks could have pried him away, but they didn't do it. Um, and he's so, from New York. he's from New York, man. Gotta love that. Uh, let's jump into All-Star. All-Star Weekend's coming right around the corner. So... KK and I, just just for fun, we put together our our starters and reserves for each team. And I think, for the most part, they should look
0: identical. We'll uh, see. <laughs> what, do you
1: to, what do you want to start, East or West?
0: We'll start with uh, the East, because the East was uh, – no, let's we'll start with the West, because the West, to me, is a lot easier. The East is kind of yeah. – so we'll start okay. with the West.
1: So LeBron James,
0: of course. Sorry, you can do your – all right, do your starters first. Do your starters.
1: Okay, so my, my five I've got and I'm pretty sure it's identical to yours, maybe one player's off. All right. LeBron James.
0: Okay.
1: The Joker. Okay. Kawhi. Okay. Dame time. And this is my last one because this boy is just, he's a wizard, you keep calling him a wizard. I'm putting
0: Steph. All right, we got the same five. five. All right, all right. You got yeah. the same, you all right, nervous, I'm, I'm that, like, you better put Steph. Steph look, I got the same five LeBron, Jokic, Kawhi, Steph and Dame. We know what LeBron's doing. He might win the MVP this year. Jokic was the MVP candidate this year. Kawhi, we all know the fucking terminate he's great. Now, the point guards. Dame, you got to put Dame. Yeah. Steph though. Y'all, this yeah, man
1: this is quieting people,
0: man. He could probably
1: be fourth on that list for MVP.
0: That- Look, man, you were talking You were talking earlier this year, and I laughed. I was like, the Warriors fifth and the West child, please. I know
1: they're, they're eighth now. But... They're
0: eighth right now. They are eighth right now. They're not going to be fifth. But they're looking a lot better than I expected. Like, Steph, I thought I he wasn't hurt the whole time he was hurt last year because mm-hmm. he was working on his game. He, he's been working in the gym. Steph, he wanted to looked, he wanted Steph to looked like MVP Steph. And I'm like, damn, this boy is crazy still, bro. Yeah. And it it, it it helps me feel better. It helps me sleep better at night that LeBron lost to him. Come like, man, at least he lost. Like, at least he ain't losing no scrub. Like, he lost to Dirk Nowitzki. I'm like, all right, at least it was Dirk. <laughs> Tim Duncan and, and, and all them Ginobiles and I'm like, at least it was Tim Duncan. You know, we're talking about top 10, top 15 players. Steph, I'm like, man. He he makes me feel better about it. I'm like, at least it was Steph, because this boy is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right.
1: So this, let's jump to the reserve roles. I okay. have pains me to say it, but he's a great player still. Paul George. Okay. Luca was the one I thought some people would maybe have as a starter on there, but Luca's just his record is is holding him back. Yeah. I have Anthony Davis on here before he went down. Thank you for telling me that before the show. I I totally forgot that. So I'll give you a sub in for Anthony Davis on that. Um, Donovan Mitchell, of course. Devin Booker, of course. You gotta throw Rudy Gobert on there. I'm gonna say first time all-star here, Zion Williamson because this boy is this boy in 50 games is doing
0: some things. I know he's doing some things. Doing and some then
1: things. my my shoe-in last player that I'll put on this list cuz I'm just thinking off the top of my head and by the numbers and I look at it, I'm going to throw Brandon Ingram on there as my last. Would that
0: player. be cuz would that be to to replace Anthony Davis?
1: That would be my replacement for Anthony Davis. Okay. What you got?
0: I have all the same, but <laughs> so I have Anthony Davis, of course, yeah. but he's going to be hurt, so they have to replace him. So we'll get to the replacement, Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell for absolute sure, Paul George for absolute sure, Luca Doncic of course, Devin Booker. I have I have Devin Booker in there.
1: Okay,
0: I have Rudy Gobert in there. So all those are the same. Now you have Brandon Ingram as your um as your replacement mm-hmm. my replacement is chris paul
1: okay i'm not mad at that
0: either i'm really chris not paul. because not. it's what you he do does that. you what he culture what he does statistics can't even statistics you can't just do by statistics you have to understand literally the value that he has for his team. I got I got Chris Paul instead of Brandon Ingram for my for my fifth. I mean for my replacement. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, let's jump East. to East
1: now. I think this will look the same, except for one player on the starting. But it, it also may be the same once again. Okay. Okay. Kevin Durant. Okay. Your boy, Joel Embiid. Uh-huh. Now I'm so happy. <laughs> the greek freak uh-huh. you have to you have to start this man bradley beale uh-huh. <laughs> and now this is the one i'm curious
0: about your fifth starter.
1: yeah this is the one that i say i'm putting james Harden in there yo you that's my
0: fifth. we are like attached at the hip man. go you my boy, You're my boy blue you my boy I all got right the same st- because i see people putting Kyrie, but james hard James man, James man. I already said it. You're the point guard. What yeah. I what I watched him do to the uh, Phoenix. Who we were just talking about? Come back from 24 points down. When he shot that shot, I was Dude, like, oh my Yo. man, James, I can't believe the league allowed you to go to Brooklyn. Like they don't want LeBron to win another ring.
1: James, James has the ugliest hair right now, but has the nicest shot in your yeah. face,
0: man. I, and he's still going to his strip clubs with that ugly hair. He's you
1: still, he's still <laughs> knocking down bitches. All right, so. Let's go to my reserve role. Uh-huh. This
0: one, this one's a little bit tricky, but I'm going. Am I, I'm going to let you say I'm not even going to agree or disagree. I'm just going to wait for you to say right, ahead.
1: Okay. So on this, I have Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown. Trey Young. Kyrie's going to get in there. Should he be there? I don't know, but he's part of that, you know, trio. He has to. Now, here we go. First time all-star. Zach Levine. Ooh. You need to respect this boy's game. Zach Levine, I think he's seventh in scoring. So Zach is a first time. First time all-star leading his New York Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> Three categories. Don't mess with this boy. Dr. Julius. Randall. Okay.
0: Yes, Julius. <laughs> and
1: then my last pick. And this guy like it sucks that he plays for such a like mediocre organization and doesn't get the credit he does because he averages the same numbers year in and year out. I'm gonna put Vucevic from the magic there. That's my
0: last guy okay. to put it all in. Right. <laughs> all That's right. All right. That's my last guy. All right, let's hear yours. So we have different picks on this one. I knew the East was I, gonna I be, figured we were here. I knew the East is gonna be a little different. I'm like, all right, we're gonna do the East last. I got Kyrie. Okay. I, there's no way I'm not putting Kyrie on this. Of course, like no matter all the bullcrap that he puts us through as, as far as like psychologically,
1: Kyrie I, is
0: still Kyrie. So I
1: truly wanted to find like a home for Colin Sexton, and I thought Kyrie would be the guy me to take out. But
0: can not Can do it. So I got Kyrie. Okay. I got Jalen Brown. Okay. I got Jason Tatum. Okay. I did it on purpose. I put Jalen Brown before Jason Tatum. By the way, I think Jason is going to be the best out of those two. But this year, Jalen Brown yeah blow me away. Yeah, I agree. I have DeMontis Sabonis. Okay, uh, that was who another guy I was arguing for Busevich. I have a first-timer in Julius Randle as well. Ooh, let's go. I gotta, I, look, the, the, the league needs the Knicks to be good. They do. And I love look, I'm a I'm like a how I feel about Alabama is I I'm like a closet Kentucky supporter as well with basketball. <laughs> so I like when the whenever players come out of Kentucky, I'm always like I watch them closely. I have I've liked Julius Randle since he was in college, just like I like John Wall and Demarcus Cousins and all them boys. But so I'm happy I'm, I would be very happy for Julius Randle to be successful. So I want him to be in the all-star game. Julius Randle. Okay. I have Chris Middleton. I know we're talking <laughs> about him. He's not But Chris Middleton is important. He's very important for that Milwaukee team to be successful. So I got Chris Middleton. Now, my last one, I was in between Vucevic, Tobias Harris, and Bam Adebayo. Bam is averaging 19.8 and 9.4 rebounds, but the team is like 11 and 16. Wow crap. Busevich is is averaging amazing numbers, 23 and 11, Mm -hmm. but the magic are trash. Mm -hmm. Tobias Harris plays for the first, mind you, I didn't even pick Ben Simmons. I love Ben Simmons. He's not putting up numbers. But he's not changing life right now. I will vote for Tobias Harris over Ben Simmons. And listen, the coaches, huh? No Trey Young? No. Okay. The coat, the game was in Atlanta. Damn, I want. All right, just so y'all know, I'm actually gonna be in Atlanta during All Star Game weekend. I'm so excited; it's gonna be a fun time. <laughs> Trey Young will probably make it over over to Tobias. You know what?
1: I'm good, but I mean, if you say Tobias, you got an argument. Because here's how here i put
0: I'm putting, I'm putting it Tobias because their team is first in the East. I mean, really? like that gotta mean something. It's not a one-man. He's averaging 20.7 points a game, 7.4 rebounds. He's shooting 42.5 from the three, over 50% from the field goal. For the first place, Philadelphia 76ers. And the Hawks are not even in the playoffs right now. Somebody's got to go, not just Embiid. So I'm going to pick Joel Embiid, and I'm going to pick Tobias Harris from the Philadelphia 76ers. Is it biased? Probably. Does Trey Young deserve to be there? Probably. But I'm going to stick with Tobias Harris because his team's in the playoffs. Winning got to mean something, right? Mm-hmm. Mind you, Bradley Beal's team is trash, but Bradley Beal is not the problem. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> not Bradley Beal. No. All right.
1: All right. Let's um. All right. We'll see how this goes when they select the starters, and we'll see where we where we rank up on that. But I like that we got most of the same thing. I, I think we're on the same page. We're on, on the, the same
0: page. Yeah, we're on the same there's, page. There's, there's a small pool of NBA players. You got to like, respect the Montez Sabonis, though. You,
1: no, I do. That was
0: it. Was this, hard this for me to pick.
1: <laughs> it was hard for me to pick, but Vucevic puts the same numbers up year in and year out, and I was like, "This guy." But doesn't.
0: he's not changed. Like Demontis is. All, he's got a team in the playoffs. when he was at OKC, he was doing well with them. When he was in Indiana. He got him in the playoffs back to back years. I agree. Busevich, I agree. He's like, oh, I don't. is nice. Don't get me wrong. And that team is hurt, so I understand why they're not playing well. I did them. that for my Magic fans, man. I just want them happy. So.
1: <laughs> All right. So let's let's jump into the last segment that we do before every show. Where did he go to college? Let's, let's run <laughs> <it>. <laughs>
0: we'll eventually okay. get some theme music for this. All right. So we, we got the now I had to remember. I don't know if I gave you this one already, but we're gonna do our special guest who hasn't joined us yet, Nick. <laughs> hasn't joined us yet. He gave me one and I got four others. And I'll, the four others are all 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 relevant players, so don't worry. Okay. Have we done Ben Wallace? Yeah, we did Ben Wallace. We did Ben Wallace. It was probably episode one, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to give you, not Ben Wallace. I'm going to give you a player from that Detroit Piston team. Ben Wallace did go to Virginia Union, though. Yep. Just so, yeah, you remember. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Where did, I have this one in my back pocket, where did Antonio McDyess go to college? He was relevant. Don't play with me. Oh no! Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
1: great, great underrated player, Antonio McDice. Oh, I hope I don't mix this up. He went to Alabama, if I'm not mistaken. Alabama
0: roadside. Did Congratulations, he? he did. Okay, it's either that second or second overall pick,
1: ninety-five by the ninety-five draft. Denver Nuggets, man, when they had
0: that ugly Brown Oh, jersey. the Los Angeles Clippers selected him. He played for the Nuggets. Yeah, he didn't play but for he the Nuggets. So, I don't know the draft for right. I know the all, team right, right, team. all right, All right, all right, no, like all right. Who he drafted was, Luka Doncic? Uh the Hawks and they Okay. Him. All right. You know that's, what I mean? pretty, that's pretty I, recent on that one. Yo, if he had a card with the Hawks, ooh, that would be worth a lot of money. <laughs> it's, it's a good trade right there, man. It's a good oh, trade for both teams. It was good for both teams. All right, next. I gotta give you a Caucasian, okay? But he, my boy was a baller now. Jeff Hornacek.
1: Ooh man, Jeff, you sucked as my head coach. Fuck you for that. But you were a baller with the with the Utah Jazz, and you did
0: go play for Iowa State. Wow. wow. Alex Rodriguez, you you don't ever fail to impress me. I came to play today. All right, now here you should know this one, but I'm doing this for a state that I care about right now. Okay, Detroit. Nah, not
1: Detroit. (laughs) He went to the College of Detroit, the whole city. So
0: in honor of Michael Jordan, these people actually thought that this homeboy was gonna be was better than Michael for a second. Whatever drugs they were smoking, I don't know. But where did Clyde the Glyde go to, uh, Clyde the Glyde Drexler go to college? Clyde, if I'm not mistaken, did go to Houston for college. And who did he play with?
1: Hakeem the Dream. And what was the name of that
0: basketball team? Five
1: Slamma Jamma.
0: Let's go! Five Slamma Jamma.
1: That's a that's an easy one, but I'll I'll take that one. I'm not I'm not mad at that one.
0: So. Hey, all the people that live in the state of Texas, I got family in, in Houston, my parents, my sisters, and in, in Houston and Austin, praying for y'all. You know, it's crazy over there. Y'all are not equipped for this kind of snowstorm. So God bless. But listen, y'all are laughing at Florida for a long time. So <laughs> hey, look at me now. All right. All right. <laughs> next. This young man. Had a pretty good uh, NBA career, but you know him, okay? Larry Hughes. We did this one before. Did we?
1: Yeah, he went to St. Louis.
0: We did. Oh, man. We get, we get, we we get. All right, cool. How about Daniel Gibson? Booby? Booby Gibson. Oh, booby, man. (sighs) Oh, I knew this actually. Movie. What movie. You'll see the jersey, and you're gonna be like, "Damn, he did!" I know, I know. I'm, I know, I'm gonna see it, and I'm and I'm a,
1: and I'm gonna like kick myself in the ass. But I mean, he just he just got relevant for that little stint with LeBron, and then he just disappeared. And then
0: he he was married to Keisha Cole for a little bit.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and she should have cheated on him. They uh,
0: knew what <laughs> I was missing. Oh, Boobie Gibson, man. where you go to college? Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess. You might be right. Uh, USC. Oh, nah. Think about the jersey. You can see it. It's, it's a, red, isn't it? It's an orange jersey.
1: Syracuse?
0: Nah, man. He played with Texas, University of Texas. Yeah, I I got me on yeah, that. Yeah, I actually remember because I think he played with KD. KD got
1: drafted in KD played with, with uh Augustine. I know. He that. was right before. He
0: was right before. Okay. Right before last one, another another Caucasian man that was bawling on these folks. My boy don't want a slam dunk competition. I know you're gonna say he participated or he won. Did he win? He won. He won.
1: No, he won that. He won that night.
0: Where did Brent Barry go to college,
1: my brother? It sucks he didn't even pan out as a commentator, too, hmm. man. And then I like Brett. <laughs> someone was messing around with his wife, too. I thought, who? His basketball. teammate. I think so. Oh. I think so. Could be wrong, uh, but Brett uh, went to Oregon State.
0: He Did go to Oregon State. That's your one of the draft classes that you mastered. Yeah. So I know you knew that. That's
1: a that's a hard one, and I, I I don't know. Like he wasn't.
0: Oregon State is not irrelevant basketball school, so that's a very tough one. No, I got to give
1: you that many one. Players in all sports come out of Oregon State, so. I have
0: I have mm-hmm. one. I have one special one though, because this is app that I follow. This is a profile that I follow on Instagram. And he does a lot of trivia and stuff. And he got this one. And I was like, damn, I had no idea he went to this college. Now, this gentleman, another Caucasian man, also participated in the slam dunk contest, but it was terrible. However, after that slam dunk contest and after some legal and drug problems that he went through, he came back all tattooed up Uh and played with my boy LeBron James. Y'all may know him as the Birdman, but Chris Anderson. Where did that young man go to college? I've never heard of this college until 24 hours ago, by the way. You're going to laugh, but I know this
1: college. You're going to laugh, but I know it. Okay, so I remember Chris Anderson coming in for the Nuggets right when Melo came in. They changed the jersey. Actually, no, I think he played one year with those shitty colors. Then they got the jersey swap. Totally goofy dude.
0: Yep.
1: Worst slam dunks I've ever seen. And then, yeah, swagged out. but Came hey,
0: out swagged out for no reason. I'm like, bro, who the hell are you? <laughs> Chris Anderson
1: went to Blinn is the name of the college. Blinn, Blinn. College. I knew this one was coming, so listen, I had that in my head at some point.
0: Listen, Bleacher Report, House of Highlights, ESPN. If any of y'all somehow find this footage, this man knows where Chris Anderson went to college. <laughs> Blinn College? Y'all Never need, heard of it. Y'all need to get this man on y'all show. Y'all need to get him Never on some kind of, of sports trivia because that is amazing. Blind where is Blinn College located? I have no idea.
1: I bet you it's in California, but I have no idea. Look it up.
0: Blinn College, oh, it's it's in uh, no, I think it's in Texas actually. Left. <laughs> the bless. show is Texas today: Houston, Austin, yeah. and now uh, uh, Bremen, Texas.
1: We got the name of the show. Houston. we have a problem. <laughs> hey, yo. Oh, man. Made my job a lot easier. All right. <laughs> so we're wrapping it up there. I did. I did good today, I think.
0: No, I no, did you did. Good. Excellent. Because I, I picked right. this one out the air. I'm like, bro, no. I don't even know. All right. Awesome.
1: Well, you know the role now. Twitter, at fair underscore weather pod. IG, YouTube, Facebook. You can just search the Fairweather Podcast. Um, And then wherever you subscribe to podcasts, you can find us there. Hey, listen,
0: Serena Williams. I love you. I hope you do well. Do it, baby. As we speak and she's playing Osaka. That kills me too, because I like the girl. I don't want, I don't want either one of them to lose, but hey, do it for Black History Month. Let's go, Serena. All right. Peace out. You know Michael, you know